Thank you for tuning in to the York St. John's Beyond the Walls podcast. You're currently listening to episode two. I'm your host, second year English literature and creative writing student, Luke. Joining me today in the studio is Liverpool's answer to Terry Wogan, my friend Jack. Yeah, it's me again. I am the scouse Terry Wogan. It's good to have you back in the studio, Jack. It's good to be back, Luke. Um, just a little recap on last week's podcast. Uh, we had the events and podcasting team in team leader Leah, as well as events coordinators Amy and Lizzie, who talked us through the purposes and uh, intent of this podcast. We also introduced the first and second year showcase. If everything has gone to plan, the submissions deadline should have already passed by the time this podcast is released. However, due to the current nature of things, timelines are a little more lenient. So check online and remember to send your submissions to ysjshowcasesubmissions at gmail.com. Uh, listeners are also encouraged to take note of the official launch date for this year's anthology, the 6th of May. Make sure you come along, show your support for the current third years, uh, because remember, soon it could be you. So Jack, how do you think last week's podcast went? I think it went all right. I think uh, it's a bit nervy at the start, but... Definitely at the start, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we all got into the swing of it. I think it went all right. Everyone was confident at the end. Everyone said their piece. And uh, yeah, I think... Is there anything that you do different? Um, <clears throat> probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Fair enough, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> no, this I, man is confident. This I, man knows what he wants. Everything I've smashed out. You know, <laughs> what about you? How do you think it went? Um, you know, once you get past the original, the awkward phase, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you kind of get into the swing of things, it was it was an enjoyable experience. It really wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Uh, this week, hopefully, it'll be a little bit more confident. And this week, we have head of the editorial and head of the marketing and box team, Lily and Beth. Hello, guys. Hi, Lily. Hello. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, I'm doing great as well. Thanks for asking. Good stuff. So, Lily, I'll start with you. What have you been up to over lockdown? So it's lockdown three now. Is there any stories, anything that interesting that has actually happened? Um, third lockdown, um, I don't know really, it's just been, I think, trying to limber through, just, yeah, just trying to limber through a big unknown really, um, I, I moved in with my boyfriend for the first lockdown, so that was a big test, um, <laughs> we're still together, thank God, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just been crazy, I, like, um last night I was thinking this time last year we were all watching Tiger King and making whipped coffee and I just feel like we're in the exact same position but it's so it's so weird so strange but yeah yeah it is strange I mean like you said this this time last year everything was kind of normal um people were doing their own thing people were actually seeing each other um and Probably if everything was normal, we'd all be in the room here recording it together. But unfortunately, we're not. But in the situation that we're in, what are your aims for this module? What do you what do you want to get out of it? I think just really um taking care of a team was like a really good aim to have. And I feel like um being head head of the editorial team, it was kind of a position that I really wanted to do to prove to myself that I could take care of a bunch of people and I could help them get towards the aim of actually editing and making up 
this um, anthology, which was really cool. And also, obviously, passing the module would be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there we are as well. That's probably my aim for the module, to not mess up. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I've heard as well, you've done a great job uh, leading the pack. Um, I think the main thing that you guys have done is come up with the actual theme for this anthology. So resilience through the unknown. What? I mean, it might be quite, quite an obvious question, but what made you come up with the theme and what does that mean to you? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, resilience through the unknown is basically kind of what it says on the tin. We kind of wanted something that related to COVID, um, obviously, because with what we've been through, it would be kind of stupid not to talk about it because so many experiences through this year, like I know at the start of 2020 I was a completely different person to who I am now and that's just purely because of like just being in isolation and not being able to go out and do things I've learned so much about myself um which is crazy um but I feel like yeah having that resilience to keep through something that's not being told to you something that's on the back burner something that's always like oh there'll be an end but we don't know when is a really useful and just it's it's a crazy skill that we've all kind of adapted and we've all gotten used to whereas if you told us this like three years earlier we would have been like what the hell like crazy <laughs> but yeah we wanted we wanted to make it resilience through the unknown so it related to covid but also it related to um past people's experiences um so that the so the anthology this year isn't fully based on um, COVID-19 events if you're like oh it's a bit depressing I don't really want to read it um <laughs> it could be stuff like a, a fantasy novel like um like resilience through the unknown so like I don't know like Lord of the Rings kind of vibes but <laughs> um people people have submitted anything and everything and honestly the submissions we've got are astounding um and amazing um we've got stuff from non-fiction like memoir pieces to really exciting and creative fiction pieces that have just been really lovely to read. Brilliant. And do you, re do you reckon it's an uh, anthology to look out for? Yeah, I, I think definitely, because it's really interesting because this is um, an anthology based on student experiences in what is never going to be another student experience again, fingers crossed. Um, definitely fingers crossed. Yeah, so I feel like like, this is a real penultimate moment for these third year students who are putting this creative writing towards us because this is their final year and showcasing their work of their individual work but also um I don't know their experiences as students but also their um individual work as writers is just amazing during this point Brilliant. So how are you and your team getting on? Are you guys coping or are you guys struggling? Yeah, we're, we're coping quite well, actually. Um, we've got like a Facebook messenger chat. So we're all we're all quite good. We all know each other really well by this point. And we've kind of allocated like sub teams for us. So um, we've got in the editorial team, we've got someone that handles fiction, someone that handles poetry and someone that handles like nonfiction cover. And it's kind of all spread out quite well, actually. We've kind of made a pretty fair process. Yeah, well, that's the advantage of having a big team, isn't it? So many things can get split up and decided between a lot of views. Yeah, definitely.
Oh, well, that's that's really good to hear. Um, it's good to know you've been keeping busy over lockdown. Uh, Lord knows that's the hardest thing. Definitely. So, Beth, uh, what have you been up to over lockdown? Have you been keeping busy? Um, quite honestly, uh, a lot of video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My Switch has been like the best company so far. So in terms of video games, I've been super busy. I've started my own farm on Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been in like a lot of battles in the Fire Emblem, building a lot of stuff in Animal Crossing, just so much. Um, in terms of like union stuff, I've actually been the, I've obviously been the team leader for the marketing team. So I've been working really, really hard on trying to work towards uh, marketing for the editor- editorial team um, and obviously the events team as well. <clears throat> It's been really fun, actually, because I wasn't expecting to be the team leader. Like, I kind of just put myself forward as like, I'll do it if nobody else wants to do it. But I think it's actually been like a really eye-opening experience. I didn't think I would be too great at being a leader. I thought it'd be kind of a big learning curve. But I've actually found out it's been quite a natural talent. If that doesn't sound too big-headed, I I find that. It's a skill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just find that I'm like actually naturally good leader if I do say so myself <laughs> We've um, not heard yeah. Complaint, so yeah it's been really fun and I've been working with um one of the sub team leaders as well um quite a lot um and she's been such a massive help and kind of working so that uh, we all share the responsibilities has been like something that we've had to overcome especially with events not being able to sort of kick off until later on Um, we've had to kind of dance around you know what's going to happen how we're going to market things you know in the current you know circumstances and it's actually been really interesting to see what kind of creative solutions that we can come up with um, in like regards with like working with Leah as well and seeing what she wants from us as well and it's been really great with you know just making sure that all of our communication has been like uh just really healthy and open and that's been a really nice learning curve for all of us as well yeah uh have there been any problems uh that you've encountered made worse by covid that you had to work around as a team um yeah i guess so i think obviously seeing all the other years content that's been um put out there for marketing especially and literally on the Instagram you can see them all in the same room talking about this getting really excited and I think just seeing like the past stuff that has actually been put out there especially on the Instagram page it's been like oh my god like we really can't do those things so how are we gonna market it in a different way but also as effective as that yeah so we set up a, a Discord server so that it can be super organized. We've got um, different channels for different teams and we have like a schedule, for, like meeting times and stuff. And we've shared all of our responsibilities out really, really well. Um, so it's been really helpful in that sense. But I think just the fact that we can't see each other is just really, really difficult. Like, because obviously we're in a completely different set of circumstances, but we've all pulled through really, really well. I'm super proud of my team. They've been amazing so far. So it's only been little things and we've obviously had to adapt much more than just a, you know, a classroom meetup, but it's been so fun. It's been really cool. 
Oh, well, that's, um, it, honestly, it sounds like you've got everything under control, you know. Uh, um, yeah, definitely. I think with with the help of um, Lily and Leah as well, and us all, you know, communicating, um, you know, through Facebook and just having our team leader meetings as well, it's been so helpful to get their insight as well, because I guess the marketing team has a unique responsibility of working for the both of them we're kind of like the support kind of team yeah. for, for the editorial and the events team so it's been really unique um but it's been really fun at the same time oh that's really good to hear you know um silver lining out of this whole covid situation yeah definitely um if you have to give a piece of advice to first years looking to do this next year uh, what would that be um, just try not to take on too much all at once. Um, personally, um, I've been able to split up work and things like that, but at the start I was feeling very overwhelmed. I thought I'd have to take on um, a lot more than I possibly could, bite off a little bit more than I could chew, really. Uh, yeah. But just kind of, I would I'd give the advice that you should definitely lay out your plans from the very start lay out the groundwork, lay out the foundation so that you can keep on building on top of that. And you're actually going to be really surprised at how well you can actually run a team. If one, if someone's listening to this, wanting to be a team leader, um, like one, you know, one of the team leaders that we're, we're being at the moment, you actually kind of find that, oh, I'm actually kind of good at this because you've already got the groundwork all laid out. And don't be afraid to like lean on your team members. That's what they're there for you kind of expect like oh I should be able to handle everything because I'm the team leader don't be afraid to lean on people and ask them questions as well it's all about open communication as well brilliant really well said really well said thank you so yeah being a team leader is a huge responsibility um I mean I know Leah has had that on her shoulders she's done a really good job um and I I by the sound of things, you guys have done a really good job as well. Um, so Lily, what have you learned from being a captain and how how can that experience help you next year if you'd like to submit work for the anthology? Um, I mean, um, being head of editorial team, there's around 13 of us, I, um, 12, 13 of us. So it's kind of taught me how to... Um, take care of a large-ish group and delegate work, which is, um, is it, I found it quite an easy experience almost. I mean, I found it easy because we all immediately probably agreed that we'd um, separate our editorial team into three separate teams. So we all get the same amount of work. So no one's like left behind or no one's left like, oh, I've got no work to do when someone's like, drowning in work so we're all pretty um even at the moment um things that I've learned is probably how to take care of yeah how to take care of a team communication skills um and just how to be a team leader and how to be fair without being too dictatory <laughs> um I'm always <laughs> I'm always in the group chat like oh what's everyone doing like tonight and everything like that like I don't want to come across because we're all we're all the same age we're on the same year I don't want to come across as like I'm trying to like be I don't know be be like a 
massive dictator. <laughs> so it's 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 finding that balance of being friendly and then also like getting stuff done, which I think, to be honest, in uni and especially like in second year, I feel like we've all got that mindset of we just want to get stuff done and then we can just have a laugh about it. Um, so it's not like in high school where you have to take care of like a group or something like that. It's completely different. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So you. So you're a team leader, but you've also kind of assigned yourself the role as another teammate, as a as a friend for the group as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think that like it's a really useful skill to have, um, obviously in later life, um, for stuff like manager roles or whatever. Like I feel like if someone is yeah, yeah, a friend, but also like um they know where they stand and everything like that. But I feel like that's just a general like rule of thumb to think about to be to be friendly wherever you are in status brilliant yeah that's a refreshingly honest look at uh, leadership really it is thank you <laughs> <laughs> so this time last year like you were saying before we were first year students so the first year students now i mentioned in the last podcast um I feel quite sorry for them in the way some of them are probably some of them probably haven't even come to York they haven't been given the facilities and the opportunities but given by the opportunity so hopefully next year when they're doing what we're doing now they'll be here they'll be studying so what advice would you give to first year students that would like to join the editorial team next year or even be leader of the editorial team next year um I think I agree with Bethan quite a lot um don't take don't try and take too much like don't yeah don't look at the metaphorical plate and be like oh I can eat a full Sunday roast um if you can only manage a side salad just take a side salad no one's judging um I feel like um yeah just just um just try to keep positive as well obviously if everyone's in the same situation they are next year than this year then oh my god when are we going to get through it but also we've got through it once we can get through it again and it will just be trying to have that extra persistence but obviously next year you're probably going to have all the facilities we what we don't have this year and so what I say to you guys is just take full advantage of them like if you wake up one day and you're like oh I can't really be asked to go into campus or I can't really be asked doing this just just I don't know just think of little old us stuck in our uni dorms <laughs> quite the inspiration for the first year students <laughs> yeah but yeah um just just remember to take care of your own mental health um and take care of yourself no matter if it's in lockdown or not because it's a big thing uh obviously but yeah and if you're wanting to be a team leader um it's it's really fun and it's a really lovely opportunity and it's something great you can put on your cv but don't try and um, be too much of a leader that you forget about your teammates. Like, remember who you're working with. And remember, you can always delegate work. You can always, um, people want to put as much work as into this project as you are. Um, so always make sure work is fair, work is even. And to be honest, then you won't get any arguments or any, like, any troubles. Like, we've not had really any problems at all. Um, within our team because we've just said you know what we're all going to do it fairly we're all going to do it equally and we're all doing something to get the same result out of it 
Yeah, definitely. So we spoke earlier on about the theme, and I personally think it's the, the perfect theme for what's been going on the last 12 months. Um, it's affected not even millions, but billions of people across the globe. And I just think resilience is a huge theme and the unknown, as the last 12 months, no one really knew what was going to happen. Hopefully by this time next year, they won't be in the same situation. They'll be in uni. People can actually hang out together. So when the editorial team are going to be coming up with the theme next year, do you, Lily, think that they will stick to something similar about the unknown? Or do you think that they will go for something a little more, a little bit more free or lighthearted as we are slowly escaping the world of COVID? Um, I mean, it's just depending on what the situation is at the time. I mean, we only really chose our theme because it reflected um, the year as a whole for us. I mean, hopefully if we can all go out and see each other by June 21st and everything's fine, then just reflect your, I, I just say reflect your, um, your theme on what's happened. Maybe have it more, obviously um, this anthology is not really a negative anthology, but it's, it's something that celebrates our perseverance of going through something that is quite negative. So maybe focus on the positive, maybe, maybe focus on like, um how many times you've gone out into clubs um how many if they ever reopen <laughs> um, um just I don't know just just use your theme to reflect what you guys have been through what you guys have all um kind of shown what you guys think that us as third years which is crazy because we're going to be going into third year soon um what, what we can write about what we can reflect on because ultimately you're asking the third year students to put some missions in and um, you kind of want to make it as easy as on easy on them as it is on you. So just yeah, just think about what's happened and what we can relate to, and what relates to a student audience. Because ultimately, this anthology is for and it's about students. So just think yeah, just think about those kind of things. Definitely, yeah. Well said. Question for you two: uh, Is this your first time on a podcast? Yeah, it is. It's my Yeah, Couldn't tell. You guys are brilliant, you know. Really well done. <laughs> thank you so much. On behalf of the YSJ podcasting team, we'd like to thank uh, Lily and Beth for speaking with us today. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys. guys for having us. Yeah, you guys Sorry. are great too. Thank you. Our treat. Treat speaks to um, well-clued up individuals, I guess you'd say. Yeah, you guys are great. You guys are really great. Um, and for those still listening, I hope you guys are because uh, we're still going. Um, <laughs> next week, we have Alex Wiley coming in. Alex Wiley is a lecturer here at York St. John, who mostly does uh, liberal arts on the foundation year. He's also done his own anthology called uh, Secular Games. He's a great man, uh, great person, great writer, uh, friend of mine. So guys, got to stay tuned. You've got to stay tuned. Very important. I think Jack's got a bit of a crush. Secret crush on Alex Secret Wiley. Secret crush. I mean, he's only signed two books in his career. Why is one of them? Oof. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't want to make everyone jealous, obviously. Well, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, guys, please make sure that you stay tuned for that. Uh, it's going to be great. So, thank you, guys. So, oh, before we go as well, we have a uh, we have a weekly we have a weekly pun. So oh, yeah. last week, last week we did a pun. So this week, I've got another pun for you guys. Gotcha. 
You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Are you guys ready? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. I apologize in advance for whatever he says. I will also double that apology. So there's a man <laughs> and um, he's at a job interview. And he's getting asked all these questions, you know, where have you worked before? What have you done? And the last question, okay, the man says, um, can you perform under pressure? And he says, no, but I can give Bohemian Rhapsody a good go. Oh, oh my god. god. That's so bad. I can, I can, I can hear that. I can hear the I from all the listeners. I heard three audible groans, you know. <laughs> must be a mistake going on there. So yeah. Sorry to finish the podcast on that note. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh we look forward to next week. Uh seeing you guys again. Yeah.